0: Welcome to NACSW's Podcast of the Month. Our podcast program makes available 20 minute samples of recordings of a wide variety of NACSW presentations and discussions on topics of particular interest to Christians in social work. Our Podcast of the Month program features a new sample podcast every 30 days for your listening pleasure. In addition, you can access the full length version of this and all NACSW podcasts at no cost simply by becoming a member of NACSW. Or by ordering a copy of this podcast at a reasonable cost on NACSW's online bookstore. We hope you enjoyed today's sample podcast.
1: This is Kesslin Brave Stennis. She received her PhD and MDiv degrees from Howard University. Her MSW degree was awarded by The Ohio State University.
0: Currently, she
1: is an assistant professor at Boise State University and founder of The Ph.D. Consultants. Her research interests surround African-American faith communities, domestic violence, and women's issues. She is a mother to four, and enjoys serving her community as a musician and mentor. Can we please welcome Kesslyn
0: graves
1: Praise the Praise Lord. The Lord. Hallelujah. Now, look, you all have been exposed to a whole lot of folk of color up here this weekend. Okay. Okay. I want you all to know that we like a little talk back. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise, Praise the, Lord. the Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. Woo! God is good, everybody. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. I want to thank Rick for this opportunity. It is a blessing to stand here. Um, I'm always amazed at how God would choose a little girl like me from the country. South Boston, Virginia, which nobody has probably ever heard of, and, and how God just uses me to, to minister the word that's so great and so loving and so gracious to to anybody. I'm just amazed, and so I, I'm very thankful for this opportunity. Um, pray with me as I spend a few moments looking at Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 20, and, and, and I share on the subject, of uh, Christian social workers commissioned to complete the mission. Would you pray with me? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on. All on me. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So our scripture for today is Luke chapter 13 verses 10 through 20. 10 through 20. Yes, may I take a few moments to read it? That was a question. Begging for a response. Amen, amen. (laughs) Jesus healed the crippled woman on the Sabbath is what this pericope is entitled. And it reads, and this is from the NIV. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hand on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God. That's a shouting moment right there. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, there are six days for work. So come and be healed on those days and not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, you hypocrites. In my Bible, there's an exclamation there. So I imagine the Lord had a little attitude. <laughs> you hypocrites. Yeah. Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and leave it to give it water? Mm. Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? When he said this, all his opponents were humiliated. But the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. And then it's interesting to me that Jesus moved on immediately to the next parable. And then Jesus asked, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? Is it like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in the garden?" It grew and became a tree and the birds perched in its branches. Again he asked, what shall I compare the kingdom of God to? Is it like yeast that a woman took and mixed it and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God, God. amen. It's good to be around folks who know how to respond to that. I was a kid who grew up in a very small town, as I said, it was called South Boston, Virginia. And there were a number of wonderful people who really positively influenced my life. One of those persons was my, well, I said small town, so he taught me twice, my ninth grade and my eleventh grade English teacher. Wow. Yeah, he taught me twice. Actually, it may have been three times. Oh. I think he taught me in the 8th grade, ninth grade, and in the 11th grade, and that's the truth. But that's a story for another day. His name was Mr. Loveless, and I loved how he brought Macbeth and To Kill a Mockingbird and English grammar to life. As a teacher, I still don't know how he, done, how he did it, but he brought it to life. One day, when I was in the 11th grade English class, he wrote some letters on the chalkboard. T-A-N-S-T-A-A-F-L. T-A-N-S-T-A-A-F-L. Right. Like many of you, I just looked at the board with query. I couldn't understand. Was this a new word that he hadn't taught us? Was this something that I just didn't get? So, without explaining the meaning of the word, he went on to talk about how he had great expectations for us and that if we were going to reach the goal of graduation, we had to remember to take our learning seriously. He then went on to explain that T-A-N-S-T-A-A-F-L was an acronym for a lesson that he wanted us to hold on to for the rest of our lives. You see, T-A-N-S-T-A-A-F-L FL simply means, there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Wow. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. He wanted us to remember that if we were going to pass his class, it was going to cost us something. Wow. In many ways, Mr. Loveless, one of my favorite teachers, was also a social worker who was trying to inspire his students or us his clients toward greatness. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch has stuck with me all these Mm -hmm. (laughs) Twins, I had to count, about 25 years. It stuck with me a long time. His unique teaching tactic worked, and when I get tired of working, and I do, and changing diapers, and I get tired, although I am ready to see my babies now, when I get... Tired of guiding teenagers and helping folk and taking other folks' problems into my own heart and letting it weigh me down, Mr. Lovelace's words echo in my mind, mm. there ain't no such thing That's as a free food. lunch, and I'm inspired to complete the mission even though it cost me something. Mm. <laughs> in our story for this wonderful occasion, we see another teacher, social worker, using some unique techniques to help people understand and embrace the mission. It's in the passage in Luke chapter 13 that Jesus is found teaching in the synagogue on the holy day. And he sees a woman who has pushed through her pain that has caused her to cripple over for 18 years. For 18 years, she has felt this infirmity, but yet she founds herself positioned in the presence of a powerful teacher. Nonetheless, when this woman appeared in front of this teacher, social worker, she was completely bent over, unable to straighten herself up and look forward. Reminds me of some of the bent down and broken and bruised clients that come in front of us after struggling for years with addictions and abuse and assaults on their character and their bodies. With this woman in front of Jesus on the Sabbath, Jesus found himself in a precarious situation. First, it was unacceptable for any man to even speak to a woman in public, let alone acknowledge her presence in front of him and the church folk? Unacceptable. Secondly, it was against the law for anyone who considered him or herself a Jew to do anything that may have almost resembled work on the Sabbath. Healing anyone was considered work, but to acknowledge and to heal a woman was totally out of the box and against the social and legal norms. Jesus, an up-and-coming teacher and social worker in his own right, found himself in a pickle. Jesus was caught in a catch-22. He was caught between a rock
0: and a hard place.
1: Should he maintain the law and do what is expected, or should he break out and do something that was morally right? Should he maintain the standards of the church, or should he bring deliverance to this woman who was in obvious pain? Should he turn a blind eye to deliverance for this woman who was in obvious pain? Should... Should he turn a blind eye to to gender inequities of his religious organization, hello, or should he reach out to this woman despite the gender barriers that existed? Should he conform to the political and social dynamics of his context, or should he stand on the side of social justice? Should he turn away or maintain his commission to complete his mission? He only had two options. Should he turn away from the situation Or should he complete what God had called him to do? Christian social workers, we, we like Jesus, have and will continue to find ourselves in precarious situations. Sometimes we call them ethical dilemmas. (laughs) We, like Jesus, will encounter situations that challenge us to reach beyond that which is comfortable to reach beyond that which is the norm. The pressure from some of these situations will be so difficult that we may even be tempted to forsake our mission. And if we're honest with ourselves, sometimes it may just seem easier to abide by the expectations of the organization, or the society, or the law, or the financially powerful, than to complete the mission of bringing healing And deliverance to those in need. Anybody challenged like me? (laughs) It's it's a challenge. It's a challenge just like Jesus. Mm -hmm. However, we have two options. To turn away from the situation or complete the mission. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I'm so excited that Jesus in this scripture for today chose to complete the mission. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. For us now, as we try to put evidence, practice-based evidence, you know what I'm saying. The question for us to consider is, how did Jesus do it, right? Right. What did Jesus do? What's the evidence that Jesus demonstrated that we can follow? And I suggest, as a good Baptist preacher, that there are three points. (laughs) The first point is that Jesus manufactured a miracle. (laughs) Jesus, I like Jesus. I just do. I like Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was a rebel, kind of like me. Jesus, being the rebellious social justice advocate that he was, chose to heal the woman despite the anticipated verbal and nonverbal feedback that he would face from the crowd. Why why would Jesus choose to make the sacrifice? Why would Jesus choose to sacrifice perhaps his own peace? for this woman. I surmise that Jesus healed despite the challenges because healing and helping was just who he was. Amen. Amen. It was just what he was commissioned to do. Amen. He he was the son of God, called by God. Mm-hmm. He, he was, as the southern black folks say, a, a body fixer and a mind regulator. Right. That's just who he was. He, mm-hmm. he, he asked us what he was called to do. When he saw the woman's need, I believe that he saw that this was an opportunity to live out his commission.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: And no, not a pressure was going to turn him away from what he was called to do, from who God created him to be. Nothing was going to stand in the way of him completing his mission. Amen. So in ACSW, I I want to first remind us that just like Jesus, we are called to manufacture miracles despite our circumstances. Amen. There may not be enough money in the, in the budget for us to do what we have to do, but sometimes we just have to manufacture a miracle for somebody. Amen. There may be some policies that are in existence that counter what we know intuitively that we have to do, Amen. and somehow we have to ask God, God, can you manufacture a miracle for somebody Amen. in this situation because we got to do what we're called to do. <laughs> we <respect> have <laughs> to do what we're called to be.
0: Manufacture miracles
1: because it's just who we are and it's what we've been commissioned to be. Heal somebody who is sick. Pray with somebody who needs prayer. Invest in somebody who will benefit from that investment. Right. Despite mm-hmm. the challenges, be who God has called us to be That's right. and manufacture a miracle. Amen. Right. The second thing that Jesus did is we consider this evidence-based practice. <laughs> The second thing that Jesus did is that he moved beyond the minutia. Mm -hmm. Minutia, what is minutia? Minutia, the minor details, the small trifling matters. I might get in a little bit of trouble here, but it's all right. The little details that, in the big scheme of things, amount to nothing. Mm -hmm. Yet, when magnified, minutia can cause some serious arguments, can't that? Amen. We see the minutiae in this story when the leader of the synagogue indignant because Jesus had manufactured a miracle and healed on the Sabbath day said to the crowd this man had the nerve to say there are six days on which you can do all the stuff that you want to do you can heal on these six days come on those days and, and be healed Lord help but on this Sabbath day you can't do none of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is not acceptable in this agency on <laughs> you know, Now you know it's deep when, when people who are supposed to be the head helpers say that they can't help people right. on a specific day, right. not because they don't have the means, not because they don't have the resources, but because helping doesn't fall into the paradigm of what seems appropriate for that agency or for that church or for that university. Sad. They, the people who are supposed to be the head helpers say that's just not what we're going to do. Manusha,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. yeah. minutia, minutia, minutia. Following traditions and rules. Mm-hmm. This man confronted Jesus in a crowd of people. And at that time, When there was a crowd around, Jesus chose to speak truth to power. Mm -hmm. That's the essence of social justice. Having the opportunity and taking it to speak truth to power, Jesus spoke words that made the leader and his followers check their perspectives, Mm -hmm. put their purpose in place. It was clear by Jesus' response that he wanted the crowd of haters, help us to move beyond the minutiae and get to the real work of being a follower of God. Amen. Second thing that I want to remind us of in ACSW is that some people will be angry when we manufacture miracles in their lives. They'll be angry that we have reached beyond the norms of our religious cultures and we've embraced those from marginalized communities. Some leaders may be angry that we speak for male and female victims of abuse, right. those who are survivors. Angry that we advocate for opening the church to feed the homeless. I was in one of those churches. Oh,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> angry that we show real love. Hello to the LGBTQQA right. community. Amen. Hey. Hey. They say you have to accept what they believe, but you have to show love. Yes, right. Isn't that what Jesus did? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Go ahead. Angry that we may hold a weekly meeting at the church for drug addicts or sex addicts or drug abusers. Angry that we unconditionally support those teens and adults who make choices that we don't agree with. Angry. Angry that we embrace the full meaning of diversity. Angry.
0: Angry.
1: Angry that we have stepped outside of the norms of society to advocate for the least and the lost and the searching and the sacrifice of our society. Some people are going to be angry. Mm -hmm. But today I want to encourage us to continue manufacturing miracles But I also want to encourage us to continue challenging the positions of power. I want to encourage us to move beyond the minutiae and meet the needs of those marginalized in our society. Right. We're social workers like Jesus, and that's what he did, so that's what we need to be doing. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Welcome to NACSW's Podcast of the Month. Our podcast program makes available 20-minute samples of recordings of a wide variety of NACSW presentations and discussions on topics of particular interest to Christians in social work. Our Podcast of the Month program features a new sample podcast every 30 days for your listening pleasure. In addition, you can access the full-length version of this and all NACSW podcasts at no cost simply by becoming a member of NACSW or by ordering a copy of this podcast at a reasonable cost on NACSW's online bookstore. We hope you enjoyed today's sample podcast.